Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Sadie and Shane's Super Happy Fun Time Spring Fling, starring me, Sadie, and that guy, Shane. Hola. Hola. Como estas? Oh, muy bien. Oh, si. My day off, and I've got stuff accomplished. Nice. And I'm going to go watch my game tonight. I'm doing good. Good. I'm going to, uh, I, I think it's pronounced Fogo de Chao, but I think it's Fogo de Choux or something. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what that I've is? Heard of it. Yeah, is it's it the a, Brazilian steakhouse? Hells to the yes. Where they come around and they just keep slicing meat until you say no? Hells to the yes. So, um, let's see. We will get to the show. Um, I saw three movies last weekend, and that was fun. I saw yeah. I saw Belko Experiment on Friday, and mm-hmm. yeah, loved it. Spoiler I quite alert. liked it. Spoiler alert, lots of head exploding. Yeah, well, you know, I tell people about Belko Experiment, I say, it's not... Um, it's not Shakespeare, you know? Yeah. Don't go it, to it expecting it to change your worldview about anything, but it's fun. Yeah, I liked it. I really, I had a good time. And um, I went to the nice theater with the reserved seats and everything, and I was alone in my row, and there's like walls behind and in front of you, so it's, you don't see anyone. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, then I saw Life on Sunday. Yeah, how was that? It was pretty good, and it was great. I read a review of it on Friday that said, this isn't Alien, because nothing is, so don't don't expect it to be as good as Alien because nothing ever will be. Um, but as Did far as the spaceship have a giant basement with a leak and and unnecessary chains, yes, it didn't have either of those. Okay. Or a cat or smoke. So it's not Alien. <laughs> yeah, it's not Alien. Exactly. <laughs> I saw something else recently that had the unnecessary chains. Like, what's with hanging? It was a good chains? movie, but you know I'm always going to bring that up, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. What's with okay. all the, all the dripping? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Either. If there was dripping on the International Space Station, we would know about it. It would be in the news because they would be like, oh, shit, we got to fix this. Exactly. But, yeah, life was really good. Um, the, the monster thing was really fucking scary. And I th- I thought the black guy was Morgan from uh, Walking Dead. He wasn't. But, oh. Um, and spoiler alert. Casual every- racism. Everyone dies in that, too. Because that's how things. Because they do. Yep. Yeah. So every movie I saw, everyone died until I saw Beauty and the Beast, where almost zero people died. Did Gaston not get uh, pushed off the roof no, like in the No, Gaston, oh. Gaston did. Hell yeah. Okay, well then, yeah. Yes. But they I call saw... that, uh, they have a term for that, it's the Disney death. You never see a body, and you never mm. see any blood, they, they usually fall to their death, like Gaston or uh, Mufasa. Exactly. And what's cool, too, is like the beast like, is about to drop him, and he doesn't. And then mm-hmm. when Gaston, you know, turns around to try to kill the beast, then the walls breaks out underneath him. And so it's his fault. That he dies. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's always got to be the bad guy's fault. Of course. And it was so good. But I saw it in Normal D on Monday. Normal D. And not Sorry. nearly as good as the 3D. Cause... Did you ever watch, by any chance, did you ever watch the Mystery Science Theater movie? Uh, yes. Okay. There's one scene in the movie where they're coming up to the alien planet, and the guy gives the command to go to normal view instead of whatever they've been viewing on the view screen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the music swells up, and the way that the music is going, they do this, uh, the, the riff that they do it, normal view, normal <laughs> view, normal view. And so that's what I always think of when I hear that. Nice. Anyway. Chris is um, physically incapable of hearing the word 3D without going, in 3D. From, okay, cool. From, from that uh, Weird Al Yankovic song. Like, ah. Every single time. So my son texted me today. Mom, mm-hmm. I have um, on his new phone that he had to figure out that was his. Yes, yes, and he's <laughs> and he's at the beach and he was texting me. It's so cute. Um, he said something like, "Mom, I have Taco Vision," and I'm like, "Okay, what's Taco Vision?" 
No, I think he said, I have taco problem, which I was worried that maybe he was puking. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. well, what, what's, what's whatever this taco thing is? He's like, it's where everything I look at looks like tacos. I'm like, oh, of course. And he said, my <laughs> phone looks like a taco. William looks like a taco. Even you look like a taco. And I'm like, oh, okay. All if right. we're going by old-timey cartoon rules, that means that he's, you know, on a rowboat starving somewhere. Oh, it's, yeah. Or, yeah, where everything turns into a hot dog and mm-hmm. or, or a slice of pizza. Yep. I think on Simpsons, like the dog's tongue was wagging and it turned into pizza and then the whole dog turned into pizza. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. What else? Anything with you? Um, nope. nope. I've had a busy day today. I went and got my uh, AC tapped up on my car and I bought a book and <laughs> I came home and talked to Nick CR for two hours and now I'm doing this. And then tonight I'm going to meet some friends in Birmingham and go to the bar and watch the game. Nice. Is this like a big game? Is it like an end of the series no, or something? It's, no, no, no. Um, Atlanta United is our new MLX team that I'm a fan of, and uh-huh. they just started. They, they, this is their first year. There's What's still MLX? Only a couple games and it's, oh, MLS. It's uh, Major League Soccer. Oh, cool. Oh, neat. Yes. So we got our first regional MLS team, and I decided, well, I'm going to be a fan of them. So I posted nice. pictures last week that we went, we went to a game live, you know, and that yeah, was yeah. awesome. Fun. But tonight, they're playing a game tonight at 9 our time. And it's an away game, so it's on TV, and I was like, well, I could go to a bar here in town that has the channel, and I could watch it by myself, or I could go to Birmingham where there's this viewing party and some friends of mine, so we're going to do that instead. Fun. How far is Birmingham from you? Just an hour. Cool. That's something, yeah. though. That'll be fun. Yay. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. times. Uh, so Chris is almost done with S-Town. He listened oh to God. episode six last night. We went out together last night to meet my friend. I assume we're going to talk about that today, right? Yeah, or, yeah, we'll try to get to that. Um, uh, otherwise, we'll do it next week because good people. we're doing recommendations, that's one of mine. Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> so Chris hardly ever listens to podcasts. Um, yeah. But this one, he's... Which bar- is weird because he bikes everywhere. He should be listening to podcasts while he bikes. I think that he just enjoys the, the silence of, of, of biking, and he bikes No, don't a- leave me alone with my own thoughts, please. I know, right? Yeah. So, but he he barreled through it. We listened to 18 minutes of it on Wednesday. By mm-hmm. yesterday, when he got home, he was done with episode five. Then we went out for drinks last night. We actually biked. I went out on my bike. Woo! Nice. And that was fun. And uh, he listened to six last night while I was still out. And so, yeah, he's <laughs> almost done. Well, so, you know, I told you I was trying to take it slow, and then nope. Like two days in, I was done. I Nick know. said he stayed up last night and listened to eight episodes straight. Yep. Well, I, um, on my Facebook a couple of days ago, um, I watched the jinx, the whole thing in one mm-hmm. day and I was like, you've n- seen it before though. Well, no, this was like three years ago, whenever it came out. Yeah. It was okay. like one of those, you know, I was um, going to say, <laughs> this wasn't your first time watching. No, no, no. It was, it was a Facebook memories thing where it was gotcha. like, like I'm four hours in, I can't stop. And then it was like, all right, everyone's gone to bed and I can't stop. And then I started yeah. watching all good things like right after that too. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the way really I am, good. especially binge-watching stuff that gets released all of one season at a time or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, Trailer Park Boys today. And I've got a friend of mine coming over tomorrow to watch it with me, because he's another big Trailer Park Boys fan. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, damn it, it's going to be online for 24 hours, and I can't watch it. <laughs> oh, you have I'm to wait? Because I'm for him to come over and watch oh, it with him. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I know, <laughs> if, if S-Town had been released one a week, I would have shot myself in the face. It, I'm being completely 100% serious when I say I'm asking off for the day that they release the new season of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I could portion those out one a day or one a week. But no, or I'm not, fuck that. I know reasonably I'm not going to do that. Yeah, you're not going to do that. So when does that <laughs> I'm happen? I'm releasing 14 episodes on one day. Come on. When does that happen? Uh, two weeks from today. All right. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, obviously, we recommend S-Town that um, oh dude yes. yeah if you if you the listener have not heard of this show it's from the producers of um this american life and serial and instead of being like serial they did release all these episodes on one day it's set in a small town in alabama about an hour and a half from where i live and it's about people from that town but specifically this one guy who is um really cool and very intelligent and also a little bit off, mm-hmm. and he is a fascinating dude. Completely and totally fascinating. And what I love mm-hmm. about him, just when Chris and I listened to the first 18 minutes together, like what I love about this guy is what you said, he has level 10 southern accent. Um, <laughs> but he, his, the way he speaks is really, he's well-spoken. His, there's different kinds of southern accents. His, his 
uh, southern accent is rich guy that might have been raised by a black nanny, if that makes sense. Uh, like, uh-huh. um, like really genteel in a way that you don't see very much every day, uh-huh. even around here, you know? Uh-huh. Whereas everyone else in his town is sort of rednecky, he is not. Yeah, yeah, and and he can't, and yeah, it's hard. I can't, I can't imagine not leaving. You know, like just being him and not getting the fuck out of there. And but I also understand how you show. get. He's like, why didn't I get the fuck out of here? I should have, yep. you know. Yep. But he has a a mom to take care of and a cool garden maze to take care of. He has stuff keeping him there. Mm-hmm. But I want to. Um... You should definitely, the listener, you should definitely listen to S Town on yes. wherever you get your podcast. Yes, S Dash Town. It's actually called Shit Town. But I guess but they, they just, can't put that on iTunes. I guess not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, what else? Uh, um, yeah, the usual Let's things see. that I, I saw I... the Belko experiment as well. Uh-huh. I recommend that. Um, I'm trying to think what I've been into lately. Um, I just saw. Just, I just yeah, saw why so. him, and it was okay. Yeah, that doesn't look that compelling to me. Yeah, it was just when Milo was gone, and and then um, yeah, Chris's like. Ex-girlfriend from high school's mom posted on our Facebook thing after I said that the boy was gone. And she's like, well, be good. I'm like, well, we're watching a movie with lots of swears. <laughs> That's what we do. I should watch Sorry, Cas- Nick's mom. I should watch Casino because I only watch Casino when Milo is not in the actual state. <laughs> oh, is that? All right, cool. Because he might hear. You, know, you said he's at the beach. What beach is he at that he's out of the state? He's in Washington, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in Oysterville. My sister's best friend, Lisa, so has a... he's not in Astoria or wherever? No, it's across the bridge from Astoria and then about another 40 minutes way up on the top of this peninsula in Washington. Okay. But yeah, so Lisa has a house and she has a five-year-old daughter. So um, my um, niece, Lucy, is three and a half and is obsessed with Willow. Is she the one that I met? Lucy, yeah. Okay. You guys She's were cool. We built a block guys, castle together. You guys were so awesome with her. That was well, amazing. That was eighty percent Nate. But uh but yeah, you, Lucy's a cool kid. Like I never ever get to talk to my sister or brother in law because <laughs> she's so demanding. But she yeah. loved you fucking guys. And well, was, we built a castle with it, yeah, of course. Yep. And you guys had like hung around all day watching me cook and then you ate a bunch and then just hung out with the baby and that was I'll tell you awesome. that I I, before that party, had been probably five or ten years the last time that I had played with blocks. So, you know, it was nice. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. Um, let's see. Oh, I also watched, yes, yeah, so I watched Why Him. Um, I still have All About Eve sitting there. Gonna fucking watch that. Um, mm-hmm. Watched uh, Manchester by the Sea. Um, oh, my God, that uh, movie's amazing. Yeah, and what was that reminding me of? Oh, so do you know who Eugene Merman is? Wait, he's the voice of yes, Gene. Uh, one of the characters on Bob Belcher's Bob yeah. Belcher's on Bob Burgers. Gene, yeah, yeah. So he's a hilarious stand-up comedian, and he does this weird song at the end of one of his records that he goes, "Merman, men from the sea." So we kept every time we said <laughs> it, we're like Manchester by the sea. <laughs> we could not stop doing it. Oh, that's great. All right, so we have about a half an hour to talk about Baby Jane. Let's do this. Or not Baby Jane. Let's this show. do it. Um, this yeah. episode was called More, Comma, or Less. And I'm not, mm-hmm. why, do you think? It was a weird title. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, is it a reference to something? I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Okay, so I want to start Listen by... Listen or do your own research. Yeah. I want to start <laughs> by saying I did look up the Oscars for that year. Um, yes. And what I noticed... Don't is... tell me about... All right, sorry. I know we're getting the Oscar episode next episode. And I know that... Uh, uh, um, fucking shit. I'm sorry. Uh, Jessica Lang does something, you know, uh, to take it away from Betty Davis. So don't tell me what. Okay. I don't know what that is. So, okay. Okay. Something happens big <clears throat> to do that. And I don't want to know what. Okay, cool. I think I know what you're talking about, but I, I won't say, cause I don't know for sure. But, okay. um, what I did find that I thought was super interesting. And I told you already that they used to have categories for cinematographer and art direction in both black and white and color. Oh, okay. I didn't Back, know that. I, did I not tell you? Or if you told me, I forgot. But okay. I don't remember. But, but I think that's super interesting because you can't compare. And so Music Man came out that year and Lawrence of Arabia. And you cannot mm-hmm. compare, I don't think, the cinematography in 
the music man to the cinematography in Baby Jane. No, definitely not. Black and white is a very different medium, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris said, "I wonder why they don't do that anymore." I'm like, because it would be like, and the nominees are pie, just pie, yeah. <laughs> and the nominees are shadows and fog, just shadows mm-hmm. and fog. But um, they're or uh, the artist. Yeah, exactly. Or um, following, which is also Christopher Nolan. Um, but yes, I did come up with good. four um, Woody Allen movies are all black and white: Stardust Memories, Broadway, Danny Rose, Zelig, and Shadows and Fog. Cool. Still like, not going to get me to watch one of them. Oh, that's right. You don't like him. Told you. I watched one movie. And, Wh- and which that was one? Enough. Which one was it? <laughs> Midnight in Paris. Oh, I love that movie. I really Everyone do. in that movie is horrible. I it, hate them all. Really? The guy who plays um uh fucking Fitzgerald. I don't mean as actors. I Fitzgerald. Mean, their characters are terrible. I love. F. I Scott. hate everyone. I love that I guy. I understand who- why. Dude, you wanted to leave modern day and go to the 20s because his girlfriend mm. was horrible and her whole family was horrible. Yeah. Yep. I don't even remember who the girlfriend was. Oh, wait. Was it – um? oh, that pretty girl that I like from Mean Girls and, and that fucking show we watched. Rachel sure. McAdams. Rachel McAdams? Okay. Was that her? I do not know. Yeah. And I love Owen Wilson. <laughs> I like I like both of those actors. I like Rachel McAdams in other things and Owen Wilson is not as pitiful in other things. But that movie, I did not like. That's okay. That's all right. You can not like that. <laughs> the first yeah. time I saw that movie, uh, Milo was supposed to be spending the night with this friend of his, and then my phone started ringing during the movie, and he was, like, hysterical and really wanted to come home. So we had to leave the movie, go pick him up, and fortunately, it was already out on Amazon, so we rented it to watch the last 11 minutes. <laughs> You do not have to like all the things I like. That's a philosophy that I try to live by. It's true. We um, On the Walking Dead podcast, there's been, the last few weeks or so, uh, Nate has referenced this one Star Trek episode, which is one of the best episodes they ever did. Um, it's called Chain of Command, and it's the one with the four lights and Captain Picard. And um, I love it, and Nate loves it, but Trent has never watched it and doesn't care for it and yep. whatever, you know. And so after we recorded this week, Nate was like, well, I'm going to make Trent watch this, and we're going to, you know, he's going to enjoy it. And then uh-huh. they watched it, and guess what? Trent didn't enjoy it. Hmm. So that's okay, you know. It's something that I love, and I don't understand what he has against it, but I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you don't like what I like. Well, then you're terrible, you know. Yeah, no, but what you do is don't yuck someone's yum at the same time. Like Exactly, yes. If you like Woody Allen movies, that's great. I do. I own like like at least 20 of them. And, and it's possible that I could watch another Woody Allen movie and enjoy it. Uh-huh. I just got a bad taste in my mouth that one time. Yeah. And then when the whole like weird molesting thing happened, I was drunk and freaked out and I threw all my movies away. Like threw them all in the garbage. Yeah. And then the next day I was um someone texted me something and it's like, "Okay, okay, I need to rethink this. Pulled them all back out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another thing is separating an artist from their art. It's true, but I was just I was mad. I was mad. But I think I think actually Mia Farrow is a freak. I think it's yeah. Anyway. So, so what happened in this episode? So the first thing I wrote down was baby agent, room full of asshole agents. So Yeah. That um that Yeah, they both had to go through two different versions of yes, you're a big star who has Oscars and yes, you just did this movie that's probably gonna win more. But you're still an older woman in Hollywood and we still don't want you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I love too was the irony of when uh, she was like television, like yeah, Susan Sarandon, uh, you're on television. And what's weird is I don't think Susan Sarandon, Alfred Molina, or Tucci have ever done television. Oh, I don't know. So I think that was that was kind of a a little like that wink, was kind wink, of a little inside jab, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Television, well, especially since Ryan Murphy has gotten you know big stars to be in his TV shows before. Well, I know, yeah, um, Kathy Bates, um, yeah. Uh, even Gaga, you know. Yeah, even somebody that you wouldn't have thought being on a week to week TV show. Yep, it was funny. I was talking about uh, Hotel with someone, and she was like, "God, I hated that, and I really don't like Gaga." And is get she to the it? ending? Get to the ending. Yeah, and I did like the end, and I told her that. Um, she's like, "So is she in the next season?" I'm like, "Yeah, but as this weird like wood witch thing," and I was totally fine with that. Her... <laughs> I had that conversation with somebody else who had seen Roanoke and had no idea Gaga was in it. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh yeah, she's unrecognizable, but she's in it." I, yeah, I really liked her in that. Um, so mm. so she fires all of her agents, and they are not going to have her play Donatella Versace. Oh, that's weird because... I figured that was set in stone, but they cast somebody else. Hmm. Interesting. 
Who? Do you know? I don't remember off the top of my head. Is that going to be one of the feud things? No, that is um, American oh, crime. Crime, story. crime. That's right. That's right. It's not your fault that uh, that Ryan Murphy has fourteen TV shows. It's true. Yeah, I, I know. And then what's weird too is American Crime, not American Crime Story. Also exists. Yeah. Also exists and also has the same cast every season and mm-hmm. redoes it every season. I still haven't watched any of this season. I'm sure it's phenomenal, and I'm going to just binge it all one day. Yeah. So excited about that. Um, okay, so you're all fired. Um, then what I, Betty's ad, what, what did that mean? Oh, the ad she put in the paper. That was hilarious. That I loved, and I had read about that before this episode, and I thought that was somebody doing something partially out of desperation, but also out of creativity, you mm-hmm. know? Like, mm-hmm. who else would have put an ad in the papers saying, I'm seeking employment, I'm an actress who has two Oscars, come on. Yeah, you know. I'm Betty fucking Davis. Mm-hmm. So I actually, this is funny, um, when we were selling our last house, we had already, like, like gotten offers on our last house and then made offers on new houses three times, and then our sale fell through three times. So mm. when we found this house, I was like, I fucking want this house. I want this fucking house so bad. It's a good house. That I put our house, our old house, on Craigslist, even though we had a realtor and shit. And I ended up getting our buyer. Our buyer found our house on Craigslist, and I still had to pay our fucking realtor 6% or whatever. But he was like, what are you doing? Why are you, you doing that? It. I'm like, because I want, I want to sell this house, and I want this house. I want this to fucking happen. And it did. Boom. Penelope Cruz, by the way. Oh. Oh, she, huh. She's in one of my favorite Woody Allen movies. <laughs> Which, okay, sure. Vicky Christina Barcelona. Okay. Um, uh, so Pauline and her script, that's kind of a big through thing. That was my favorite plot this episode. Yes. I love Pauline. Um, we've talked about this before. I loved, uh, I, I love the American. She's mm. not on there anymore, but she was on there for so long and great actress. And I thought she was just going to have a bit part, you know, mm. she really picked up. How awesome was the scene with her and Mama Sita this episode? Well, two of them. They had two scenes, and they were both. Well, great. the first. All right, the first one. Yeah, the first I mean, one. That was so cool, because I wouldn't have thought from watching the first few episodes of this series that those two characters would ever interact. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it when a show puts two characters together that you wouldn't expect. Exactly, and I love that that you know how surprised Pauline was, and she's like, "I think this is a wonderful idea." Like, oh, what? <laughs> but yeah, I loved her yeah. her whole thing about like you know, in where I come from, if your father made shoes, you make shoes, and here you have opportunity, and you can have anything you want. You just need to do it, and you need to go for it. And I love that. And I don't think Pauline now, ever did end up directing anything well that's what i was going to ask i was going to say we've said before you know more about this history than i do Mm -hmm. so did i was going to ask if pauline ever wound up directing but also did joan crawford ever wind up working with a woman director oh i do not know that's a good question yeah i will uh i will report back she was averse to the idea she was and yeah i heard her reasoning was sort of good but also i think short-sighted i am not a woman and so i don't like talking about women's rights and issues Mm. because i feel like i don't need to be the one speaking about that as much Mm -hmm. but i am a woman i mean she was doing that thing (laughs) where she was saying she was buying into the system she was saying you know it doesn't happen because it doesn't happen you know there's not women directors because you need a man to run it exactly but she also said i'm not turning you down because you're a woman i'm turning you down because you're a nobody you're nobody yeah but how is a woman supposed to become a director if she never gets opportunities you exactly know, that's what she says i need i need experience like a man they will give a chance to if they think he has potential a woman needs experience but bob did say that he would produce it i did like so that he was down for it he was but down then later in the episode he's directing frank sinatra and he doesn't get oh. to He's still giving her menial work, and he's writing on the back of her script. Don't write on the back oh, of her script. Oh, that was a fucking dick move. That was a and dick move. And that's the sort of thing that I feel like, um, did that really happen? I don't know, but it feels right. Yeah, I do want to say also, that fucking Sinatra guy, spot <laughs> fucking on. He didn't look like Sinatra, but he sounded and acted exactly like him. Have you ever seen Sinatra act in anything? Uh, Guys and Dolls. Oh, okay. I've never actually seen that. My mom used to have the TV on the old movie channel day in and day out when I was growing <laughs> up. And Guys and Dolls, man, I get, I still, some of those songs, man, Luck Be a Lady, I know the words. Yep. Um, 
But that was my exposure to Frank Sinatra as an actor. Um, so you should see The Man with the Golden Arm. It's okay. wonderful. It's He's a, a guy, I think he's a musician with a heroin addiction. And it might be, it might be mm, the movie that in... That black gold for that golden arm. Yeah, it might be the movie in The Godfather that they're talking about when he's like, I would be perfect for this role and the guy won't give it to me and he won't give it to me and it's meant for me and, and then he ended up getting it. It might be that. <laughs> um, and then the other one is The Manchurian Candidate, which I think actually was also the same year as uh, as this. I think I remember seeing that. What in... were they filming in this episode? I don't know. I don't know, but was that Victor Bono behind him? Yes. Uh, yeah, and he was great. And so he did get nominated. So Joan Crawford did not get nominated. As we saw at the end of this episode. All right, I'll tell you something. The end, of the final scene of this episode, uh-huh. Joan oh, with... Crawford is going through the house, and all of the phones are off yeah. the hook. I thought someone was about to murder her. Uh-huh. I know that didn't happen in real life. <laughs> I know that this is a historical show and that they're not going to have her murdered out of nowhere. Wouldn't that be funny if just like randomly took a turn? Six seasons of American Horror Story and two seasons of Scream Queens. And somebody is walking through an empty mansion and there's phones off the hook. I think they're about to get murdered. Yep. Yep. Remember that thing where you took a phone off the hook and it went. That was so weird. Yes. The thing that you're watching. How did you feel watching that scene? How did I feel? Um, I just, I just figured, yeah, just someone's trying to keep something from her. So that, yeah. Okay. I'm... So did you think was your first thought that Mama Cita was keeping the news from her? Yes. Because that's that was not my first thought. I was like, what is going on in this scene? Why are all her phones up? I don't know what's going on. I didn't realize it was Oscar announcement morning. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, that was so. Oh God, I felt so bad. So yeah. why did I write down? They know who they are. And I circled it even. What was that? <laughs> it was Pauline and her script. I took really fast notes and was zipping through the show. Um, yeah. All right. I forget. Maybe it'll come to me. Um, yeah. uh, I want to say you don't have to. about um, martini tapping. Like I was yeah. at a restaurant the other night, had my martini. I'm like, I wish I could do that Joan Crawford thing where I just lift it up and go, ding, ding, ding. And another <laughs> martini comes to me. I, I want. I, want I would that. just if I was with you and you started ding 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 on your martini, I would assume you were about to make a speech. Well, but when you like hold it up and look around, you're like ding ding ding. I, I yeah, when you hold a glass up and look around and ding 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 on it, I think oh somebody's about to make a speech. I suppose. Good point. Sorry. Um, let's see. That's oh. also me having watched way too much TV growing up and assuming that the things that happen on TV are what happen in real life. It's true. So here's my new thing. I said before I was going to start calling going to the movies going to the pictures. Yes. I need to start doing that. And then she said that she was motoring on to Long Beach for a motion picture. I'm totally ah, going so are to... Are you going to be motoring to the pictures I now? am going to motor to the pictures now. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Um, when the premiere happened, were you? I was mm-hmm. so nervous. I almost threw up. I was so nervous. <laughs> really? Why? I was, because I just didn't know how it was going to be received. I really didn't know. I didn't. Oh, I felt like... Um... Just from the reputation the movie has, I felt like, oh, it must have been a good – it must have been reviewed well. I knew that it had won Oscars and stuff, so I was like, well, you know, I'm sure the the premiere went over pretty well. I think know? when I looked, I think the only Oscar it won was costume design, which is weird. No, it because... also – didn't it also oh. win for uh, 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 Betty Davis? No. No? Oh, she was nominated but not winning? Okay. Yeah, she did get nominated, but she did not win. I wish Victor Bono had won, but um, no. So the fucking miracle worker came out that year. The Helen Keller, uh, the the woman who trained Helen Keller, Annie Chapman. Yeah, she won. Whoever that was. We learned that history here. That's cool. We, <laughs> is she is she from the South? Helen Keller. Helen Keller, yeah, Alabama man. Oh, I didn't know that. There's probably about uh, fifteen twenty minutes from my house. There is the uh, Helen Keller School for the Blind and Deaf. Yeah. Oh, neat. That's cool. Yep. I will see it when I come visit. The more you know. Bing. Oh, man. I was talking to Nick CR and telling him he needs to come down here and we would show him around too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my short list is actually becoming, I think, clo- more North Carolina. I think I think cool. that's that's where we're aiming now. Anyway. Well, you got to check everything out. Anyway, I will. on the podcast. So, um, yeah. Uh, they love Joan. <laughs> Yay. I was so excited. I was just happy for Joan that she came down yes. and everyone it's was all, like, it's you know, Joan Crawford. I go back and forth between these two women, you know. Uh-huh. But it's so nice that Joan was able to get that affirmation because 
Betty was on all the talk shows and uh-huh. the variety shows, and she was out there in the public, whereas Joan was staying home. Uh-huh. But then when she goes to the premiere and sees that people enjoyed her work, man, that, that light that goes on behind her eyes is awesome. It really is, yeah. I mean, fucking Jessica Lang, man. And with, it's funny, <laughs> yeah. so with the Emmys... I'm because I am not as. Can you fam- imagine? We've said this before, but can you imagine if both of them go up against each other at the Emmys this year? It'd be hilarious. But <laughs> the thing is, I really don't have as much background with Betty Davis's acting. I don't know how good a job Susan Sarandon is doing. Yeah. So maybe I'll come home tonight and watch All About Eve and get that shit maybe. done. I need to do it because all I've ever seen her in is Watcher in the Woods and Return to Witch Mountain, which are both '70s movies when she was very yeah. old. But I know that and Return I... to Witch Mountain got remade with The Rock. That was Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, I'm sorry. Return from Witch Mountain is the sequel. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I did see the the uh, remake though, but pff, whatever. Um, okay, so then then Betty's f- fucking song in that dress. That's just like the most humiliating thing I've ever seen. More humiliating than the Daddy song. Well, but this was this is her like actually. Betty Davis on a variety show singing that whatever yeah. happened to baby Jane. It was awful. Which that song you could tell was thrown together real quick based on yeah. the movie. She could dance. She could sing. Oh my God. And Betty Davis is not a singer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, one thing jumping way back for a second um, that Bob said, or Jack, I think Jack Warner said that um, Sunset Boulevard had Bill Holden in it and that's why people saw it and like no i've never even thought twice about william holden in that movie that movie is glorious Swanson. no one else even is in that movie i don't think anyone else is in it <laughs> honestly for real glorious Swanson for an hour and a half yeah exactly have you seen sunset boulevard no wait wait sunset boulevard yes i did yeah. see that one i love that i one. was briefly in a movie club um that lasted for like six months but we were watching the same movie every month or whatever together the same movie? Wait, what? It's like a book club where everybody reads the same book. Oh, okay. So you you're know, not watching. This was a movie club. So once a month, we were all watching the same movie and talking about it. I heard that you were watching the same movie every month. That's what uh, Yeah. And like, that would it's be It's a weird. surrealist experiment where we're watching <laughs> the same movie over and over again. Yep. I almost joined one of those recently. It was like on a meetup thing, um, and there was like a lull in the podcast. I'm like, I need to do something, but never ended up going. Um, next note, Hedda's hats, again, with, I think, live flowers on her head. She has a style. She does. Um, the raves are all about Betty. Um, that, uh, no nomination. So yeah, Joan Crawford and Bob Aldrich, obviously. And then the next, cuts to the next scene with Jack and Bob. Why is, why is Jack Warner such an asshole? Because he comes from old Hollywood, where yep. men ran everything. Well, I mean, that continued on for decades, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where he was allowed to do that, you know? That yep. was the way it was done. Yep. So he said, you're the WAP in the tile factory, and people need tiles. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I yeah. mean, it's 1960-something, but still. Come on, dude. But still. You've seen Godfather, right? Yes. So every time I hear the word WAP, it's like, he can send as many Dago WAP guineas after me as he wants. I'm German-Irish. Well, listen to me, my kraut friend. <laughs> like, wow, good. There's wait. an insult for every country. You're fast. You are fast at coming up with your racial slurs. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Bob wants a challenge, and I guess he probably gets one with that uh, Sinatra thing, which I will find out what that was. Um, and then Pauline comes over to Joan Crawford's house, and essentially she says, fuck you! And yeah, yeah we kind of talked about that already. Oh, but she does say, okay, here's the thing. So last week, Joan was doing that thing where she was talking to Mama Sita about all of her troubles and her lonely, not realizing that Mama Sita is a human being who has those things also and then she tells um pauline you don't want to appear ungrateful by like you know overreaching and like reaching too far and i think i mean that's pretty much what joan is doing also like you're you're dumping your agents because they're not getting new work and stuff but maybe you just need to like hang on like pull back a little bit wait for some things to happen and not appear ungrateful she's a 2017 they would start their own agency together and that would be a tv show Right? Oh, my God. Get the Joan Crawford and Pauline agency, and they could hire um, Ari also. No, I'm talking Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, and and Pauline. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Joan Crawford and Betty Davis would be the partners of the agency, and they would always have some conflict going on. They would hate each other. Mm-hmm. But Pauline would be their star client that they share together. Oh, my God. 
I'm going to pitch this to Ryan Murphy. <laughs> no, I think Pauline, actually. Pauline would be, um, you've seen Entourage, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, really? Oh, shit. So, no, yeah. I heard nothing but bad things about it. I fucking loved that show. <laughs> but anyway, Pauline would be. I heard the... it was just a total bro show. It is, it is. But Pauline would be the um, the Asian gay receptionist guy or, or assistant to one of them. That's that's who Pauline <laughs> Aww, would be. I don't like that. Oh, okay. I want her doing her own projects. But but then he does actually go. He 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 rises up through the years and oh, yeah, okay. he he does become his own thing. But yeah, I'm sorry. I but love. If I, I was the executive of FX right now, I would uh-huh. call Ryan Murphy up and be like, "Get these two ladies back." They're playing the same characters, but it's fictionalized. And now they have their own studio, and they're running things their way. <laughs> and they have Pauline writing scripts, and they have, uh, I don't know, BD can be an actress or something. I don't know. But we'll work it out. BD is a bad actress. She's. I know. She, yeah. But, you oh, know, she's Kieran Shipka. Victor Bono, though. Victor Bono would totally be hanging yes, out. Yes, exactly. Also, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love him. I'm just saying, they should start their own studio together, and I know that this is a show about what actually happened and not what should have <laughs> happened, but I have ideas, damn it. Yes. Um, so then we cut to uh, the Kathy Bates and CZJ future thing, which was sort of adorable, and they were like, we thought we'd start working again. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is sort yeah. of a one-off thing, and it's funny that it's considered a horror movie, and it, it's, you know... Kinda? At the time, that was as close as you got, though. You know, there weren't slashers back then. Well, there S- weren't... Psycho was already out. Okay, but there wasn't like the modern horror movie. Yeah, there no. wasn't like blood and gore and you know somebody killing a bunch of teenagers. There, it was still a lot of psychological Alfred Hitchcock thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yep. I love Hitchcock. Oh man, I have not watched a lot of Hitchcock. I need to watch more. You should. I did a thing last year where, with some friends of mine, I watched um, uh, Vertigo and uh-huh. uh, North by Northwest, oh. and they were both amazing. Yeah. Before Vert- that, all I had seen was Psycho. I love Vertigo. Vertigo's awesome. Um, is so. Which is the one with Jimmy Stewart in the wheelchair? Is North? Oh, oh, that's um, Rear, Rear Window. Window. Oh, that's so Which great. Which they remade in the late 90s slash early aughts with Christopher Reeve. Oh. You didn't know that? I did They made it for TV, and it's Christopher Reeve after he was paralyzed uh, oh. in a wheelchair. Uh, it was one of his last acting roles, yeah. Huh. I love the girlfriend in that one. The, like, the, like, she has that, the um, Friday. Yeah, she, just that, that thing where it's like, yeah, see? Like, <laughs> one of those kind of chicks. Um, exactly. Uh, so Hard-boiled. another cool remake thing, there's this old movie called Sleuth with um, Michael Caine and Laurence Olivier. Never heard of it. It's wonderful. It's pretty much just the two of them. I think it was a play. So it's just the two of them on a set and it's amazing. And then they remade it later with Jude Law in the Michael Caine role and Michael Caine in the Laurence Olivier role. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It was really cool. All right. I have uh, – I learned something yesterday. That <laughs> Yay, I, learning. Yeah. All right. Cool, <laughs> right? But it's about it's about a movie, so it's okay. Um, I learned yesterday that there is going to be a new version of Murder on the Orient Express Ooh. coming out later this year. Oh. I am the biggest Agatha Christie fan that I know. I have all these books on my shelf right now, actually. But I love Agatha Christie, and I love her stuff. And Murder on the Orient Express is my second favorite of her books. And the previous version of this came out in the 1970s, uh-huh. and it was a star-studded thing. And the new one is a star-studded thing. Who's in it? And that is what I am trying to look up right now while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a huge star-studded thing. I think even Johnny Depp is in it, like you were mentioning him earlier. Um, when did I mention Johnny Depp? Didn't you? A I second said, ago? I said Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law. Okay, sorry. I get people confused. I love Jude Law. Ooh, while while we were on all kinds of breaks and stuff, we never really talked about uh, Young Pope. Did you watch that show? I did not. No? I saw mixed reviews. Yeah. It was okay. worth it. I looked this up real quick. Okay. Um, Go. It's being directed and starring Kenneth Branagh. Oh! Who, he's playing Poirot. <laughs> I don't know about him playing Poirot. But no, I'm we'll cool see. with that. I'm cool with that. Is Emma Thompson okay, well, in Poirot it? Poirot is she... Belgian. Anyway, um, it's going to be it's gonna be starring mm-hmm. Penelope Cruz. Willem Dafoe, <gasps> Judy Dench, ah! Johnny Depp, Josh Gad, Derek Jacoby, Leslie Odom Jr., 
Michelle Pfeiffer, Ooh. Daisy Ridley, <gasps> and a bunch of other people I've never heard of. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever read or seen any version of Murder on the Orient Express? I don't think so. Oh, brief synopsis. Um, the the Orient Express itself was a train. And I know that. It's, uh, basically, okay. It's a train going across Asia, and it gets stopped in a snowstorm, and there's a murder. Fortunately, famous, brilliant detective Hercule Poirot is on board and to solve the murder, but uh, he has to figure out which of the people on the train committed it. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, like I said, it's my second favorite of her novels. So what's your first favorite? And then there were none. Okay. I have not read any Agatha Christie. Man. It's, yeah. It can be a slog, I admit, because okay. these were all written in the 1930s, so uh-huh. it's it can be a little bit like, oh my god, come on, get on with it. But I'm a fan <laughs> of a locked room mystery. I'm a fan of one of these five people was the murderer sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And she was the master of that. So Agatha Christie is outsold in the English language only by the Bible and Shakespeare. Holy shit, wow. Yeah, she sold two billion copies of her books. Wow. So yeah. um, you've seen Clue, then. You like Clue? I love Clue. Clue is amazing. Clue is amazing. I need – Milo needs to fucking see Clue. I've <gasps> got it on DVD. Yeah? Well, if I can't find yeah. it easily, you can mail it to me and um, – I've yeah. still got to mail you – I've got that uh, game for you, by the way. Wh- what game? The Twisted Metal. Black? Yeah. Oh, did you get it for me? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah, I, if I had one, I, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. I actually bought – I bought Twisted Metal 3 – and okay. and uh, Tomb Raider and the oh, the world is not enough. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, They're... I will send you this, and uh, you. I might send you my copy of Clue, but you have to promise to send it back. I totally will, of course. <laughs> Duh, I'm not Nate. <laughs> I just love that movie so much. I do too. And I, yeah. Oh, I love communism. Love... Was just a red herring. Everything's a red herring, and oh, it's so funny. I love that movie. So, um, when he's running through the hallway back and forth so fast at the end, going through all of the things. Oh my god, it's mm. it's amazing. It, yeah, Milo will fucking love it. I don't know why I haven't thought of that before. <laughs> and there's that chick with the boobs, which will make Milo go. Yvette. Uh, he'll go. Oh, uh, is that what he does now? Yeah, he gets a little weird. Yeah, we were uh, we were playing Tekken the other night, and I was playing uh, Christine. Christine is all boobs that are almost out of her shirt. <laughs> yep. And but Yoshimitsu kept kicking her ass. So, um, so backtracking a little bit, um, yeah. sort of with uh, Agatha Christie, and you have not seen Talented Mr. Ripley, or have you? I have not. It's one, one of those that I thought I ought to watch, but I haven't. I'll mail you that. It's one of my favorite okay. movies. I will watch it like every day. I fucking love it. So it's written by Patricia Highsmith, and she also wrote Strangers on a Train, which is one of my favorite uh, um, Hitchcock things and okay. have you have you seen jaws no oh, okay so the mayor in jaws is in in that movie when he's much younger um and patricia highsmith was was gay and she wrote five ripley books um and they're really oh. interesting and then she also wrote strangers on a they train only made one movie yep well they made three different versions of the same book but no okay, well, no I'm actually familiar with the uh matt damon yes there's actually a malkovich version or malkovich book movie, sorry, that is a different um, Ripley book. But it, it just wasn't very good. So, uh, anyway, she's wonderful. Okay, so we need to finish up. So, um, I wrote down Ew when um, Joan Crawford was throwing herself at Jack. And, like It wasn't cute when you were 45, and it's certainly not cute now. <laughs> um, yes. And she needs to, uh, she needs to get over it. Because Joan hasn't really had any romantic opportunities. Whereas yeah. Betty, at least... Fuck the director. That's true. That's true. She did. And why are they not mentioning Betty's other kid? She has an older son named Michael. I don't know. I didn't know she had one. Yeah, because she said mother of three well, in that ad. she's got BD, and she's got the daughter in uh, Maine, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somewhere. But not yet. Darby, Maine, though. But yeah, she did say mother of three in her ad, and apparently That's right, yeah, yeah. she has a son named Speaking Michael. Speaking of Maine, did you see the trailer for it? For it, no. Mm, the new trailer just came out. Yes. Oh, speaking. Oh, speaking of which, we have to jump qu- <laughs> quickly to the leftovers. The trailers for the leftovers. Oh my shit. They look great. Yes. I cannot wait. The fucking rains are gonna come, and it's not gonna stop raining. What? <laughs> it's a flood, man. Everything in that show is like biblically apocryphal. It's true. 
Right. Um, so then uh, she's like, "Why are you? Why are you like going around saying that Betty Davis is a better actress than me? Because uh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she can act circles around you, and you better be shaking hands and sucking cocks." And that's terrible because I don't know. Again, you're the one that knows more about this than I do, but I felt like they are they are equals, or they should be equals. They should be. Yeah. Do you feel like an acting ability the two women were equals? Well, that's what I'm I've said before, I haven't seen enough Betty Davis to make that statement. Okay. So I will watch All About Eve sometime this weekend and <laughs> next weekend we will talk about this. Yes. Um, so then they talk on the phone, and obviously Joan is is uh, pickled. <laughs> Stop referring to, to me as an, politely, old, yeah. an old broad, or I'll sue you or whatever. That's just dumb. Um, she uses that tactic a lot. I will sue you for my inability to get a job because of what you've said. Exactly. Yeah, and that's not what's happening. Um, <laughs> Bob's going to help Pauline, but I don't know what happens. Uh, then I wrote Sinatra because that dude was amazing. Um, also, par- fuck that dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what the fuck, man? That, whoa, whoa. I, you know what? I guess I'm naive, but I love Sinatra's music, and I was like, yeah, he's a cool dude. But nope, he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of guys that look at Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, and they take the wrong message from it, and they think, oh, I can be, you know, cool in a retro way, and. They don't realize, hey, these guys were terrible with women and other people, and, and the way you know, they, the way don't they treated yourself after that. The way that they treated Sammy Davis Jr. like they were all part of the Rat Pack, like but he was their pet. It did come up, like like here's our Negro, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, me and my shadow. And that they did the song, me that, and my shadow. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a lot of guys I think that are the, and I hate to stereotype, but like the the, the fedora wearing milady people. Yeah, yeah. They are like, oh, I'm so. No one can love me because I'm old school and I I, I don't belong in this decade. And I should have been, you know, yeah, you should have been back then when we had segregation and <laughs> uh, women didn't have any opportunities and et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. Couldn't vote. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, couldn't marry who People they wanted want to. People want the good old days back. What did you think the good old days were? Yeah. No. Exactly. And uh, then I sort of skipped skipped around a bunch trying to get <laughs> t- on the phone with you, and then uh, Mama Sita and Sorry. Pauline Pauline have lunch again. And and this time it's a different scene because the first scene is hopeful, and this one I didn't feel like was. Yeah. So I was like literally, oh, that happened. What happened in that scene? It's just, you know, they realize it's not going to happen. Mm. You know? All right. There you Sucks because she's – Joan's not going to do it, and Joan was their one chance for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. At that time, there was nobody that was willing to take a gamble on a woman director. Yeah, it's so sad. So sad. And she could have done like other women did and still written the script. She probably would have had to go under a pseudonym, Mm -hmm. but she wanted to direct. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite um, uh, editors of all time is Dee Dee Allen, who was like – yeah, 50s, 60s, wonderful woman editor. Like, maybe maybe do something that isn't directing, because directing is right there. You know, make a name well, for yourself somewhere but else. But the or... thing is that be a script coordinator, mm-hmm. or you can be a continuity person. Yeah. But the big money and the big opportunities come when you are writing or directing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of continuity, did you see what happened with the martini? No, I did not. Please it tell me. It was so weird. When she was out with Mamacita, I was complimenting it. I was like, oh my god, really amazing work they're doing with the continuity of the martini. Then the, mar- then the martini was empty. Then it had martini in it again. Like, right after I said, wow, well, look at that. They're maybe, doing a good job. Uh, ah. waiter came by and refilled it. No, 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 no. Because it was right before she swigged the last <laughs> of it and tapped it. Like, ding, ding, ding. Well, it could have been very prompt service. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they came by and put, like, just a swallow back in. Mm -hmm. All right. I hate to end the thing on a bad note, but no. Um, I liked this episode, not as much as the last one. I'm really looking forward to next week because that's the episode that is entirely about the Oscars. Yeah, that should be. And, you know, I do that thing every year. I watch the Oscars every year, so it'll be very interesting for me to watch the 1960-whatever Oscars. It's, yeah, 1963 for the 1962 movies, so... Okay. Yep. Yay. All right. Excited too. I'm going to let you go. Go do your thing. I'm going to go put Sorry on fancy clothes. Sorry that it no, didn't no. work out. 
it no. worked out crazy today. I'm sorry. No, to the listener, fine. this was a short one, but we will make it up to you next time. We're fine. We've been on almost an hour, really, so we're fine. Okay. And I will try to get this edited tomorrow. And uh, so, Shane, in case I don't say this enough, I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> you bring that up all the time. No, I'm kidding. You're supposed to say right on both I don't counts. remember the thing to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So, until next week, I am Sadie, and that guy is Shane. Adios. And they know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> I, cir- okay. I circled it, but I don't know why. When you're young and so in love as we And bewildered by the world we see Why do people hurt us so? Only those in love would know What a town without pity can do Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.